0: Hello and welcome to Celebrity Book Club. Today, we're discussing Leah Remini's memoir, Troublemaker, Surviving Hollywood and Scientology.
1: I'm in a tough position because on one hand, I'm attacking this cult. And at the same time, I know that the people who are still in are under this this spell uh, of doing good for the world because that's what the the organization is. And that's another great thing.
0: This is a podcast that recaps and celebrates the memoirs of badass celebrity women who have been torn down by tabloids and dissected by social media, all while facing career obstacles, broken relationships, and incredible triumphs. You guys, it is the Leah Rimini episode. This episode is bonkers because the book is so crazy. The book is wild. At times, it will sound like me and my guests are describing fantasy fiction or a new Harry Potter novel, Um, and that's because the book is wild, and the terms and rules of Scientology are so nuts, and you learn all about them in this book. This book is a story of breaking free of a cult being strong enough to fight back against a multi-million dollar religion, and what happens when you make Tom Cruise your personal Jesus. So we recorded this episode actually a long time ago, and so I'm so excited to finally share it. And right now, you guys, (laughs) let's dive into Scientology. My guest this week is Taylor Cox. Hi, Taylor. Hi. She is a writer and comedian. She wrote on Abby's on NBC, Single Parents on ABC, a ton of other shows I'm not even listing. She's currently writing on a very cool show that's a secret and we can't say. Go for it. And you can
1: say it. Can I say it? Yeah. You, you say it. Uh, Miracle Workers on TBS. Yes. Yay. <laughs> um.
0: She also just sold her own show called Happy for You to ABC. So she's bringing us some amazing TV soon. Um. But most notably, I think of all those credits, Taylor is that you hosted a stand-up show with me for a year in a tiny little bar. <laughs> the show is called New Friends. It had about 20 audience members a week because that's all that could fit in there. <laughs> and I would say that's probably your biggest credit to date. But I'm not. also still not done with your credits, unbelievably enough. Um, Taylor also hosts her own podcast called Hills I Die On. Um, so definitely go listen to it. And first, listen to my episode uh, where the hill I died on was that men should not be gynecologists. It's fun. And I've best. had a lot of time <laughs> to
1: reflect on this episode, and I want to say I only agree
0: more with myself.
1: <laughs> that's the best hill. The best hill is one. And also, that's how you know that I was really doing my job as a host, when you leave being like, still feel the same way. <laughs> the debate changed nothing.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so I introduce all my guests with the story of how we first met. Um, this is how I remember it jumping. Um, we were at a, a women's wine saloon. Oh, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and it, it was like a vague, just sort of like, I'm not sure if it was political. It was like so vague, but it's just like, women, come here. You're and we so like, right. Hey, I yeah. think it
1: was like women, industry women, but Pro politics of some kind. <laughs> we were yeah, like, yeah, 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 And like,
0: and like wines on a discount. So we were yes. there. <laughs> we already knew we were going to write on Abby's together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like trying to make friends at night, being like, "Oh my god, we're new coworkers." And we went from that to hosting new friends to now. You're one of my most favorite people in the I world, know. and you're so, so you're so much fun. I just want everyone to know she's so much fun. It's psychotic. Taylor has the strongest case of FOMO that I've seen, <laughs> which means. She she refuses to miss out, which means at six a.m. she will be fully drunk, insisting she's fine, walking you home, giving you a head massage, walking three miles to a McDonald's to bring it back to get people out of their rooms to party till noon. You're the most fun person
1: ever. That's so nice. Um, I feel the exact same way about you. I'm just so okay. Grateful thank you. For our but also, you. I go to
0: bed at midnight and take sleep pills. <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, so
0: you did not choose this book. I forced it upon you because the podcast was launching and I wanted you to be one of my first guests uh, because of how hilarious you are and how much I love you. So I begged you to read Leah Remini's book in four days. I'm so glad you you did did.
1: well I'm first of all I'm so glad you did for a million reasons first of all I wanted to be a part of the podcast so badly as you know so I would have done any book second of all I as you know I'm really bad with faces and names so when it comes to celebrity drama I'm usually like uh, so late to the party in terms of like reading things and knowing who did what your podcast and uh, the Instagram version of it has made me feel like I actually am starting to understand and learn things about like (laughs) stuff I should know and so when I got to read this I was like, yes. And I was like, no idea who she is. Can't wait. And then when I Googled (laughs) Leah, I was like, oh, I do know who she is. I have, you know, heard of King of Queens and at least had like a little bit of a reason to like care. And then on top of it, you gave me the Scientology book. I'm so in i'm so obsessed with i I mean aren't we all that's why there's like a zillion cult documentaries shows and whatnot but this one in particular i loved it It, i read it faster than you needed me to because i loved it
0: oh i'm so glad well so first takeaway this podcast is educational it now, a is. lot of people didn't think the Celebrity Book Club podcast would be educational, it but it is, you guys. For me. I'm telling you, um, you guys. <laughs> I love that you went from not knowing who Leah Remini is to reading her book. That's going to be... And now I'm
1: watching her show. I'm so into it. She's like oh, my new hooked. favorite
0: celeb. I love it. I her. love it. Well, the book is... So much great dish on Scientology and mm-hmm. and on her. And I I feel like when the book came out, it didn't really hit the way she wanted. I think she wanted it to just, like, kind of tip the church over. And people were like, what's this book? It didn't get read enough. It doesn't get enough credit. It is such a good and wild read. It really is. And it is uh basically the... The, I've read a lot of memoirs. This one is my fate has my favorite intro that I've ever read in a memoir, um, because it is my favorite intro of a memoir ever. I'm going to read the whole thing, so get ready. Well, hey. Um Basically, Scientology a- attacks you if you go against it, and they have like teams of people to tear you down if you speak out against Scientology. So in order for Leah to uh, protect herself and basically know that like they're coming to just destroy her life, she admits every horrible thing you could ever possibly say about her so that there's nothing Scientology can use against her. All right, page one, here it goes. Let me start with this. I am an apostate. I have lied. I have cheated. I have done things in my life that I am not proud of, including but not limited to falling in love with a married man 19 years ago, being selfish and self-centered, fighting with virtually everyone I have ever known via hateful emails, texts and spoken words, physically threatening people from parking ticket meter maids to parents who hit their kids in public, not showing up at funerals of people who I loved because I don't deal well with death. Being, on occasion, a horrible daughter. Mother, sister, aunt, stepmother, wife. The list goes on and on and on. The same goes for every single person in my family. My husband, also a serial cheater, sold drugs when he was young. My mother was a self-admitted slut in her younger days. We're talking the 1960s, before she got married. My dad sold cocaine and committed various other crimes. And then served time at Rickers Island. Okay, that's page one.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. I, I honestly want book. to start front loading every conversation I have with like, here's all my flaws. Like it just cuts same, to the chase.
0: Same. I, 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 I absolutely, that was the first thought I had of like how, um, free must she, like how free she must feel. Completely. I, I got, honestly got jealous. <laughs> same. <It's good. laughs> I was like, Oh wow, she must just like live with abandon because it's all out there.
1: For sure. And for first I worried it was like front loading a pitch where you're like, this is gonna stink, but but it's not that it's like the most empowering. Like it's like, all right, come at me. Like totally. <laughs> totally it made me this is
0: what it this is so sad, but this is what it made me think of. Okay, so I have a I have a bunch of nudes on my phone. Okay. <laughs> Same,
1: uh, and you know that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um for me, for Yasser, for an art project, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> I And because of I have nudes on my phone, I'm afraid to connect to the cloud. Amazing. um, Or to switch my cell phone at a Verizon store <laughs> or a Sprint store, Hilarious. whatever store. I don't want to go. And I'm, I'm just like, no, because there's these nudes in there. So like I can't ever do this. And listen, I, I do so much with my phone with Celebrity Book Club. My life would be so easy if I could just connect to the goddamn cloud. I can't cloud. believe
1: that's the one thing keeping you from the cloud.
0: It's the one thing keeping me from the cloud. And it's, you know, Listen, there's ways for me to... Right now you're thinking, well, you could do this, this. Yes, I'm lazy and afraid. (laughs) Like, there's so many things I could do. I haven't done them. But I had... When she did this, I was like, man... I should just release all my nudes. Yes. <laughs> so I well, can my connect pers- to the
1: a hundred percent. Well, first of all, I think we've talked a lot about nudes lately because after I, I recently got diagnosed with ulcerative colitis, which had me lose a ton of weight, which even though I think I looked amazing beforehand, I now have just like this really great butt that I'm like so proud of and in love with. And like for the first time ever, I'm like, oh man, my, my butt's amazing. And so I've been taking all these nudes and I was never really a nude taker before, but I just can't get over the uh, maybe it's even the newness of my butt, because arguably it was like bigger and better. Who knows?
0: All butts are great.
1: You're right. I mean, but as now you your know, butt is I butt have, you have a solid. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Or, and it's the newness of it. I mean, as you know, I weigh 50 pounds more than my partner. So I got to think for small butts. Uh, however, <laughs> so now I got one myself and I'm like, Oh my God, who wants to see my nudes? So for me, I'm like, if they go to the cloud and someone accidentally releases them, amazing. Because then I don't have to be posting thirst traps of my own and being like, I'm a comedian, but also I'm hot. Instead, I can be like, (laughs) oh no, shoot, they
0: got out there. Well, I just want to say, when you said, who wants to see my nudes, what friend of yours said, I do?
1: Well, yeah, immediately. And I so appreciate that. You're so right.
0: Back to Leah Remini. Okay, so Leah uses all her faults as a way to prove Scientology doesn't work. So she's like, see all these horrible things about me? I was in Scientology. They're supposed to fix you. I'm still a horrible person. So it's proof that this church is a (laughs) crock of shit. Um, She spent millions of dollars on the church, studying all the courses. And one thing I learned from this book is that when you're a Scientologist, you go to church for two and a half hours a day. So she would film all day and then go to church for two and a half hours a day. That's oh, that's too much church. That's bananas. Um, how much money did she spend in the church, you guys? Five million,
1: I, I, I Five million dollars. I couldn't figure that out because I was trying to do the math on how much you make. Maybe I just have no idea what people are making when they're on a series that goes eight. Oh, I seasons. think I think
0: old network sitcoms like King of Queens that are in the heyday of, like, no streaming. I think yes. 100%. I mean, didn't Crush Friends Ian. make, like, a million dollars an episode? Yes, yeah. you're so
1: right. That's, like, all of the Malibu houses are...
0: Yeah, also, she has a lifetime of acting. And several times she mentions uh, going into debt over giving Scientology money. The, right, the right, whole right. church is based on, like, you give us money, we help you uh, get to, like, the next level or whatever. Yes. Um, her mom got hooked into Scientology, so... Leah and her sister were raised in it, like from children. So that really goes to show you like how, uh, like when, when we talk about all the things that happened to her, no, it's because she was in this as a kid. Uh, so it warps your brain early. Um, one thing that I, I, I thought was really wild was that her mom was sold on it because it was about self-improvement and science. And I just want to say a quick crossover to Nexium and a lot of cults and uh, The Vow on HBO. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're not presented as religion. You know, it's presented as we want to make your life better. Mm -hmm. And these people are open to changing themselves because they want to be better people. And when you're open to change, that means the cult can get in and change your brain behaviors to enter said cult. So just, just, you know, listen, if you're thinking of joining a self-improvement program, really take a look around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so they live in New York uh, at this point, and they start taking classes. And as kids, she runs around. Uh, as a kids, she runs around handing out Scientology flyers, and she starts participating in auditing. And auditing is such a big part of the book. I'm gonna read what it is, because honestly, I still it's 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 hard. It's hard to explain. Okay. So after we started taking introductory courses, we were encouraged to also start participating in introductory auditing, a form of one-on-one counseling, usually using an e-meter, an electronic device that claims to measure thought and emotion. A Scientology practitioner asks the person being counseled specific questions and using readings on the e-meter directs them to talk about points of emotional discomfort or upset until they are relieved. Children as young as seven can participate in auditing.
1: It's bananas. Um, This part also, I really would love to know, like, what are you asking a seven-year-old to get them to admit, like, it's. Uh, So yeah, but I'm, to I'm sure you could easily be
0: like, "Did you have another cookie?" You know, and just yeah. destroy the kid's brain from so day chose. one. <laughs> They're like, yes. "No,
1: are you sure?" No, then it's like, "Yeah, oh, you're so right." Oh no.
0: Yeah, and again, again, Nexium crossover. They have something called EMing, which is very similar. It's an interrogation of the mind. Oh yeah. my god, you guys. Okay, so she and her sister take all sorts of classes. Uh, like one where they tear you down, and you just have to withstand it and grow stronger from okay. everyone <laughs> saying horrible things
1: about you. I have to be honest. I was like, we've all done. This and also I'm into it. I'm into that. That's how she it. I was like, I started to think like I was like, okay, I know going into this, I'm like anti Scientology, but I was like, can you imagine what stronger of a person I would be if I didn't blush at every comment that came my way? Like, oh yeah, my cards are shown immediately.
0: One hundred percent. I mean, this this sounded great to me. I was like, I can see why I would get into this. (laughs) I, I would get. I would be like, sure, I need to get stronger. Um, but it reminded me of acting classes and Taylor. It it um it really re- so I've been in one of these acting classes where you literally stand uh, in, in in the front of the room and everyone says things about you well, yeah. and they can they can be compliments but they're usually not yes um, and I know you did one of these as well where someone uh, said s- something specifically funny about you
1: so first of all again like uh, you know everyone who moves to LA at some point thinks that they can be an actor and this was my journey with attempting that uh, and realizing I'm very much a writer so all of these people had been taking acting classes and I was like this is going to be great I can do this. So I get into class and the teacher is literally like, so before anyone gets to know each other, we're just going to play a game where each person is going to go to the front of the room, introduce themselves, slate to the audience, and then turn around. And we're just going to yell typecasts at you. And I was already like, oh no. But then (laughs) we started and all the people who started were like stereotypical, gorgeous Hollywood actresses so like they're getting up there and people are yelling like Cinderella like princess like a cheerleader and these girls are sitting down being like oh, stop me and I was like this is amazing we're just yelling validation at each other like I love acting I'm absolutely into to be an actress let's do this so then I'm like oh my god I want to go next so I get up there and I sit I say hi I'm Taylor Cox hi, I'm Taylor Cox I turn around and the first thing I get is girl who gets dumped a lot. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else yells, uh, astronaut whose heart is secretly breaking. And I was like, Just okay, like, well... What type I, guess I, is like, that? At least, right, I was like, at least that person thinks I could, could be, work for NASA. So that's nice. <laughs> and then the other one was single babysitter, which I was like, okay, again, that you could, you know, so might be a porn search, fine. And then once again, I get... Girl who gets dumped a lot again. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, wait a second. Like, what about my personality? What about the first image of me when I walk into a room just screams like, lonely? And I was like, I hate acting. I'm going back to writing. Everyone is monsters and I can look however I want.
0: <laughs> and if you had taken the Scientology course, you would have been prepared to I no. know. It's um, true. That's maybe if I
1: had I taken the second class.
0: <laughs> it is weird how much uh, cults. The beginnings of the mimic um, several acting trainings I've been in. <laughs> that's so
1: amazing. Um, because
0: yeah, I mean that it's just insane. I mean, you learn a, a lot about religion in this book, but in a really wild, fun way.
1: That also makes sense why it's so why Scientology is so like connected. I mean, maybe that's just in LA especially, but with the celebrity center and stuff. How oh, one
0: hundred percent. They have a thing called the celebrity center. It's insane. Y- yes,
1: exactly. And yes. they're also almost trying to like breed people to be celebrities because it makes them. look Look better
0: yes also they put um flyers out so you know I live in LA they've put flyers on my car before and it's just a flyer for an acting class a free acting class that you can take yeah yeah like we want to help you out and when you go there it's uh they're like surprise it's Scientology Scientology can help you be a better actor no 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 I I knew about it from because so this is not this is not my first time reading Leah's book I read it years ago and so I knew about it from Leah's book and I was saved That's Um, amazing. Another reason to read her book. Okay, so when Leah is still a kid, she and her sister are recruited into the Sea Org under the guise of it being good for them and Scientology having a mission to save the planet. And they're like, don't you want your girls to save the planet? So Sea Org. To explain that, basically, Ron Hubbard, the creator of Scientology, lives on a ship. He has, like, a fleet of three ships because if he steps on land, he'll get arrested. Wait, so, I and, forgot that's why. Yeah, so at, at some point, and that's just, like, this is too much to go into, uh, but please go <laughs> yes, into it. Yes. Um, after creating this empire, he gets into a lot of legal trouble, so he hops aboard, and it's just maritime law from there on out. Amazing. So Sea Org is both, um, is, is basically this clergy of of um, free free workers who work on the ships and staff them and they also work at the base which is called Flag um, and there's like a Scientology hotel there and it's like a big headquarters for the religion. So Leah for $15 a week, cleans the rooms of fancier Scientologists who are staying there to study. And like her cleaning for $15 a week pays for her to take classes. And it's called basic training, as if it's like part of some larger, greater good. She says at FLAG, where they work, the pool is filled with mold, the hotel rooms are disgusting, and then as Sea Org members and Scientologists, she and her sister are asked to sign a contract for a billion years. (laughs) That's the actual number on the contract, Mm -hmm. including all future reincarnations of yourself. (laughs) And so they're like, okay, so they sign a billion year contract. Which I'm going to use for my wedding.
1: (laughs) That it's a great Listen, prenup. I'm learning a lot about this. Also, I know this isn't the point, but have we ever Googled? Has anyone ever tried to like commandeer these ships? Like they're still out there, right? Like, are there oh, any yeah. like pirate, like, fights out there trying to get at, I bet they
0: wouldn't let it out, but man, I hope some pirates went up on their Right? Ships. Like,
1: what a yes. good reason to just, like, become a pirate, just to comedy Oh my god, I hope Humbers. another
0: religion tries to pirate their ships.
1: Um, but anyway, um, back to my wedding <laughs> vows and Leah's uh, and the fact that I'm getting all the wrong messages out of Leah's book. <laughs> Continue. <laughs>
0: uh, by the way, I love that you're getting a prenup. I For some reason on Celebrity Book Club, prenups come up in every single book, and so I feel like every time on Instagram, I'm like, I love prenups. <laughs> it's like yeah. so weird thing i'm always talking about but i just feel like they have such a negative connotation and i think they're actually very positive but you look it's for another time
1: i also just think that they're i I just think prenups are great and i think if you can't have a conversation with the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with about finances then you shouldn't be getting married to them
0: hey hot point hot point and i agree um okay so leah also describes the nursery at flag this is where um Fancy members drop off their kids for the day to go study. Um, it. She says it's like there's flies, there's pee and poop all over the floor. Like it's disgusting to the point where when a kid was there, she felt like she had to save the baby from this like disgusting uh, nursery.
1: The baby thing hit me really hard. I, yeah, I, I, that it was really, really about, sad. Yeah,
0: and it kind of plays into it. this is sort of a hint at the torture that's that's to come yeah. in this book, and torture is not a, a exaggeration, but that the squalor that exists in Scientology. Um, and one of the things that plays into this is that Scientologists believe that you are not your body, you are a soul. So children are not kids. They're a fully a formed soul who should be treated as such. And so you're not looked at as a child from the day you were born, which means you get no childhood. Um, right, which is a damaging. gorgeous
1: way to get around child labor laws.
0: Gorgeous, you're right. What Simply another way gorgeous. to just like get
1: more money. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay,
0: so then Leah's mom's boyfriend breaks up with her and they have nowhere to live. The boyfriend is the one who got them into Scientology. I know. So then he, ugh, isn't that horrible?
1: Yeah, that part so blew my mind.
0: It was, it was, it's like, of course he did. And then he strands them. So then this religion that preys on struggling people is the only thing there for them. So they move into Sea Org permanently and live at the base. Um, Okay. I don't know how well you followed this next part, but it's, it's, there's so much Scientology like lingo and rules. You just have to buy the book if you want to deep dive. But, Something crazy happens, there's like an investigation into like Leah and her sister, and then they they like search their room and they find like a thong, and they're like, you're sexual perverts. We're gonna send you to RPF, which is a punishment program where you wear all black, you run everywhere you go, and you do even more menial labor
1: without breaks. The running everywhere <laughs> you go thing is enough to be like chilling. I would be immediately like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, please, I'm so sorry. Um also just real quick before that I really loved how fascinating it was j- to see how strong-willed she was even as a child because that's what got her into the situation in the first place was the fact that they were kind of looking for something to pin on her to get her in trouble and like make a an example out of her right but i i just think it's so amazing how a lot of that came from her saying no to people her like uh, keeping a diary even though they said they wouldn't her um when they were going through the needle floating session sessions not conceding and like she was really hard to break and i I think yes. that for a child especially to be thrown in this new environment and not get frazzled by all this is uh, unreal. I mean, you Yes, can,
0: it's it, she's such a strong spirit. I think it's how yeah. she survives this cult, it's how 100%. she's still going. And yeah, yeah, she comes into it this way, thankfully, because mm-hmm. she's she needs that strength. Um, 100% yeah, 100%. She, she, this is how they get thrown to RPF because as a kid, she's like, fuck off. Um, yeah. <laughs> so her mom finds some sort of loophole where you can say you're being held against your will and you have to be released from your billion-year contract. And so they leave Sea Org through a weird loophole. They get to L.A., and remain members of Scientology. (laughs) After that whole experience, they're like, the church is still great, though. Mm -hmm. So then, because she broke her contract, they're like, you're freeloaders now, and because of the room and board we paid for when you were maids for $15, you have to pay it back. And Leah goes on a payment plan to pay the church back when she's 15 years old. Yep. Um... Yeah. Truly insane. So then Leah's like, I want to be an actor. And her friend Sherry is dating Juliette Lewis's brother and talks to them to get an agent. And I just really appreciated all the um, acting and casting advice in this book. It's weirdly like a good
1: actor's how-to book. Do you really, uh, did you think so? I was fascinated by how clear it was that she had like just obvious talent, because it was like, you know, and then you get an agent, and then you get an audition, and then you call the person, and they love you, and you book the role. And I was like, oh, you were just a talented person. That's like, really this funny. Is not no, I thought it's
0: like, that is how you get an agent. You have a friend who's dating a <laughs>
1: famous person, and
0: you beg them. <laughs> like, like, it's like all, even when it's not nepotism, it's like some cousin sure, of nepotism. Yeah, 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 or like when she's like yelling at casting directors, or like being just a total psycho without manners. And they're like, all right, come be on this show. I'm like, of course the person who's a psycho got cast because all these nice little actresses are getting sent home, uh, me being one of them.
1: And you're like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Thank
0: you for letting me know. <laughs> Thank you so much, yeah. Um. So she books, so she does skip over all the small, hard stuff, though. Yes. And we're kind of immediately, she books uh, Living Dolls, a show yes. about being models, and Halle Berry is in it. And there are no Halle stories in the book, which bums me out. I know. Um, it's... <laughs> Such a bummer. It's 1989. She's a huge network show, um, becomes the family breadwinner. This is key to the cult, by the way, because she moves the family into an apartment, and then they're all, she has to make those payments for the rest of her life, um, and she's on the line for her family, and they're all a part of the church. Um, and then there's this great story about her agent not wanting her to take a role because it was beneath her after this show um, because it was recurring and not a regular role. This is why I'm saying it's a good acting how-to book because, like, who tells you what a recurring role is versus a regular role? She, you yes, know what I mean? okay. Like, this she is goes into that, detail. Like, I did not learn until I was, you're like, so in right. the industry. And she's talking about an agent trying to talk her out of a job, which I've seen happen to people where they're like, you're, pay- you're so much bigger than this. You're so much bigger than this. And then, like, that person, like, can't pay their, rent and never works again and then right. agent drops them she auditions more she says jennifer aniston was genuinely nice and a great actress. loved it we loved was that thrilled.
1: loved it i was so ha- i don't know why i cared so much but it was so nice to learn that Jen Ann is just like all of our best friends like growing up on tv and to hear that she's actually nice still does mean something to me even having been in this crazy industry i still yeah, was thrilled I, to hear it
0: i really i was thrilled, to, was hear thrilled to hear it too because listen i was team angelina so oh. this is really making me rethink oh. that. <laughs>
1: I know, Taylor. I know you were Jen. But also, again, I don't really know enough to have an opinion on it. I just remember being like, she cheated. And that, that was enough for, like, you know, 12-year-old me to be like, all right, Jennifer Aniston. That's really funny. Yeah, no, I, that, that's crazy,
0: too, because normally I'm against the cheaters. but I, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. This is a great, great segue because, you guys, Leah talks about how she's, like, I, I was not nice to men. I just used them for sex. And I was like, this is amazing. This is so rare. She was like, men are stupid. I just fucked them. I hurt th- their feelings. Uh, then she's like, but... Then she tells the story of how she meets her husband, Angelo. Uh, and... Please tell this story with me, Taylor. But yes, I will. Wait, you tell the Angelo story.
1: Well, no, I I honestly was just laughing at the part where she talks about her relationship with men. I, like, underlined certain lines where I was like, did you really say this to your mom? It's like, I have bad intentions toward men. Obviously, it comes from Dad and Dennis. I want to break their hearts. Like, my heart's been broken. And I was like, did some man overwrite this so hard? Or is she genuinely, like, like that?" this is how self-aware I am about my relationship and how much I hate them. That's really funny. I didn't think of that. I was just so, Like, whoa. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was another (laughs) Scientology cover of like fronting something to be like, look, I've been very bad to men. Yeah. Um, She's also that. Yeah. Okay. So she meets her husband Angelo by going to um, a place where he's singing. He's a Cuban singer. Mm -hmm. He's like this big band. And she's like, oh my God, who is that guy? And he has a history of cheating, he has three kids, but they get together, they're falling in love, and he's but, like, but I'm he married. Has
1: black pants, black socks, black shoes, and that's apparently all she needs in a man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's very she's very old school values of it. She so thinks much men should stuff. get manicures. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I love that his socks match his pants. I'm in love with him. He he says he's married. She's like, that's okay. She stays the side piece. Um, And then in church through auditing, they're like, that's really bad. What are you doing? She feels horrible. So she breaks up with them to repent. And with Scientology's help, I'm sure, she decides the way she's going to repent is she's going to send Angelo and his current wife to therapy, not just oh any God, therapy, right. Scientology couples yep. therapy, <laughs> and she's going to pay for it. And 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 they go, and so she, she'll she go to church and then see Angelo and his wife, like, walking into couples therapy that she's paying for. Like, hand
1: in hand. And- yes, like,
0: hand in hand. And and he's like, oh, Leah, I'm so happy. The self-improvement program's really helping me. Thanks so much for, for, for paying for me and my wife to go to therapy. And she's heartbroken. Yeah. Then they go into more therapy and he, what, realizes he wants a divorce divorce because he's gone to therapy. Um, and so Leah's like, this is great. He divorces his wife and then gets back together with Leah. That is the greatest long con
1: I've ever seen of how... The best love story ever. Also, they, he could never once say she's the bad guy like because she's like, I've paid for your couples therapy. Oh, if it was gonna work out between you, would have worked out, it didn't. I know. It's so true. I, I did a
0: poll on Instagram when I read the book of like, what do we think of this story? And it was split. Half the people were like, this is so so cool. Love is love. You're with who you're meant to be with. And the other people were like, this is hell. And here's what I, here's my opinion. Wait, they I thought think
1: Leah it, was hell?
0: Yeah. Like this whole move, oh. it was like, it's such a power move to pay for your therapy, knowing yeah. the moment you guys get in there, you're going to break
1: up. But also this woman knew, this woman knew because she then as part of the process had to meet with Leah and Leah yeah. was great. She's like, yeah, I took it on the chin. She was rough, but like, I deserved it anyway. So this woman knew that, This mistress was paying for her couple's therapy, which is also amazing. I I like, I love everyone in this situation. It's it's ridiculous. Also, crossover
0: to Cher's book. Cher also gets confronted by the wife of someone she's being a side piece for. Amazing. Well, I don't, if someone, if, first off, I cannot see me getting into that situation. I know everyone thinks they're a good person or whatever, but even, even beyond that, I don't even know if it's goodness, but I just like, uh, I, I don't think I could not do that. Even, I would even be like, what about STDs?
1: But you tell so your wife, she, what if she gets an to and then what if you give it to me? It would probably be less out of goodness and more out of, like, after the first time we hooked up, I'd be like, oh, but you left me now. <laughs> it would yes, be like, 100%. Yeah, I have to oh, go. I'd be so jealous. There's no world. I'd be like, I'm cool yes. being in the side piece. But I
0: think... I think even more so. I, I would just constantly be thinking of the wife as if I was the wife. Like yes, well that uh, means you're a, it,
1: that it does mean you're a good person.
0: <laughs> no, I think it just means I'm a selfish bitch. And if you did this to me, I would run you over with my car. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, Leah. And then in the story, I'm like, I would murder this woman. Oh,
1: murder! Yeah, you're right. you're so right. I just got okay. like the bad goosebumps where I was like,
0: <gasps>
1: Mike. <laughs> Mike is Taylor's fiance. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, I have to murder him based on the, the-, the theoretical cheating that happened in this conversation.
0: One I I love that we're admitting this I think you and I have a special kind of shared crazy in this but like I I can read this story and turn to Yasser and be like this story and he's like what are you talking about and I'd be like I'm talking about a hypothetical situation where you fall in love with Leah Remini at a bar and then you cheat on me and then Leah Remini wants to pay for us to go to couples therapy would you
1: think that was okay like already mad already already mad mad. about it yeah as if it happened (laughs) exactly um (laughs) I'm
0: a gem. yeah I'm <laughs> um, ok. So she and Angelo are together for six years. They're just they're just a couple. And the church was like, Um, mm, you should get married. Like, does he not want to marry you? Because I guess her religion was negging her. So they have a wedding. um. And, uh, her sister had left the religion and her friend Sherry, and then it was this whole thing of like, can they even come to her wedding because you're labeled an SP, a suppressive person, if you ever speak negatively about the church, which many people who leave the religion do speak negatively. So it was Mm -hmm. this whole thing, but they get to come. Then she has a daughter with Angelo, um, and then the weight gain is a lot for her. She returns to King of Queens, which is the show she's on now. I do remember lots of Us Weekly magazine covers where Leah was like, I eat a can of tuna fish a day. With four crackers. Like, Hilarious. I remember her like dealing with weight gain in the press for some reason. And, in the and, book, then, and now it. in the
1: book, she's like, Yeah, I lied. I was truly just like living my best life and so happy. I also just loved because we just went through this on single parents, all of her conversation about like trying to hide pregnancy on screen and oh, just yeah. like being like, At a certain point, you're just like, Hold the plant or not. We know you're pregnant. Like, yes, yeah, because Layton Le- was pregnant. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. On single she's parents. She's the best. Yeah. and so delightful, but it was yeah, like, She's hey, so amazing. You can hold a bag of groceries if you want, but like, w- we know you're pregnant. <laughs> we know you're pregnant. Yeah. yeah. And and so she was so she was on King
0: of Queens for a long mm-hmm. time. Um, that's the show with Kevin James. Okay, so she's on the show, whatever. Then she's still, you know, going to church two hours a day. During an audit, she once admits she stole some food when she was that maid, um, that maid, and uh and they order her to pay forty thousand dollars to the church. They're like, well, you know, you got news to use repent, $40,000. So everything's about giving the church money somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so the logistics of Scientology are very complicated. But now we get into a point in the book where we get into David Miscavige, who is... The like head of the church uh, with Tom Cruise. It used to be L. Ron Hubbard. Now it's this guy David Miscavige who wasn't who was just like a church leader, and he's Tom Cruise's best friend. They're both so short, and it makes me laugh because they're horrible to other people. So it's like these two short guys trying to overpower other people, clearly because they're so short, and they love hanging out next to each other because, um, because a photo of them together on motorcycles, which exists, you know, they both look like big. Big, tough, macho guys, because there's not, like, a, f- a five five man next to them to, <laughs> to reveal that they're short. And he has a wife, Shelly, and Shelly disappears. Uh, in, in real life, Shelly's, like, disappeared in the book. And throughout the book, Leah's always asking, where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? And this is going to become a big problem later. Um, and her friend has her, like, is, her friend begs her to come to a lunch where she's like, I need you to hear, I need you to hear about this, like, punishment place that's going on. And Leah begrudgingly goes, because it means, like, all those people are going to become SPs for talking shit to her. And, um, she learns a story about a guy whose wife is sent to this he and his wife are sent to this torture center and he escapes and he's trying to get back to his wife and he doesn't get her out of this place this scientology place for seven years and the way he gets her out is that he hides a cell phone in a lingerie box a victoria's secret box and he's like the guards won't open that because they don't want to be caught with lingerie because it's like an offense but somehow you can get you can receive lingerie at the torture
1: center it's very confusing also, it feels that feels like a poorly written script where you like mail something to prison and the guards are like, ho, 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 "Can't oh, look at that." It's like Ross, that, that, right? No, You've done that right, right? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, he hides a burner phone in there, and then that's how his wife can make contact with him. She runs and jumps the fence of this place, and he's waiting outside with a car. She'd already tried this once, and they'd captured her and drug her back. They tell Leah this story. And she's like, I really shouldn't be talking to you guys. (laughs) How do you hear that story and not be like, maybe this is bad?
1: Brainwashing from a young, it's so, it's so fascinating to me to hit that point and see how this really, really strong willed by nature human being got to a point where she was like, I still don't know if I believe that. And that is the nature of Scientology and a lot of these cults ish religions or whatever that they make you they prepare you for those uh confrontations right yes so they basically tell you like this is gonna happen and when that happens like and because people are trying to tear you away and change you or whatever it is so when they happen you're like they said it would this would happen and so there's no merit and it's oh it's like chillingly upsetting
0: so Leah starts raising a lot of money for the church because she's a legit celebrity now. She's making a ton of money, and she thinks she's in this religion to save the world, I guess, as they all think that's what this is doing. And she's like, oh, we donate so much money, so much money to charity. But when you read the book, it's the LAPD, (laughs) the NYPD, firefighters, they're giving money to agencies that can protect the church. Yes. Um, But saying like... Yeah, so that's that's a flag. So then mm-hmm. she's so high up that they're like, now you get to meet Tom Cruise.
1: I love with all my heart that that is like the, you know, don't like the big donation prize. Yes, <laughs> it exactly. really, it uh, just really makes me giggle. I guess like Tom Cruise is the way they just get
0: everyone to be a part of this. I guess, yeah. Religion. I mean, it sounds like it. Um, so, okay, so I'm just going to read this. Um, mm-hmm. Because of my record, I was approved for Tom's Entourage, a small group of heavily contributing with the program Scientologists. That included Earthlink founder Sky Dayton, Marisol Nichols, Ethan Supley, and Jenna and Bodie Elfman noticeably absent from the chosen few were Christy Alley and John Travolta. I had heard that Tom didn't like them. <laughs> the honor came with its own set of obligations. Okay, so she's literally approved
1: to... <laughs> to meet the king, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, but then the paperwork is... Okay, so they're like, you're in the entourage now, and she's like, okay, great. They're like, Tom wants to learn salsa from you and Angelo. So, they're like, okay, they go over to his house, she gets there, and Katie Holmes is there. And so, it's the start of their relationship, but she didn't even know Katie would be there. Um, We'll get into this later, but the church recruited Katie Holmes. I even, I got a DM from someone saying they went to the Tom Cruise wife auditions. You're kidding. Not kidding. They were like, I was at an audition that was like, it's kind of touted as like a project with Tom, and they're like, we want to know about you. A- allegedly, I guess. Allegedly. But they're, you know, it's not verified, but there is press about this, these auditions happening. Um, and so you guys, um, Celebrity Book Club has a Facebook group. We need to talk more about this. So get on the Facebook group, <laughs> Celebrity Book Club podcast. Um, okay, but, but back to Katie. Okay, so Leah gets there. Katie Holmes is there. Um, and then so are these other... Church members, these two church members um, who are just constantly by Tom's side. And Leah's confused, like why are, Why is the church here like at your house for a salsa night? And then she learns they never leave his side. Almost as if they're like babysitters or controllers of Tom. While she's there, these stories are great. Th- this Unreal. is why you buy the book. This is my favorite <laughs> chapter. Tom Cruise
1: wants to play hide and seek. And jail Leia's time. Like, jail me. time. <laughs> if a full grown adult, anyone past the age of nine, asks you to play hide and seek with you, the jail. Like, yeah. you keep being a for prison or for profit prison. Like, let everyone out who's in there for weed and fill it with adults who try to play hide and seek. I hate it. <laughs> wow, I Taylor, hate it. I'm really into this. I'm really I, into it. It like, made my skin crawl. I was also just like, you are. Like, I mean, we hear and she addresses it that you like stop uh, when you're a celebrity at a certain age, you sort of stop growing up at that age. So she has this crazy
0: cookie dough hide and seek night where she meets Katie Holmes and stuff is like so weird with him. but She doesn't know quite what's going on. And you guys, this cookie thing is high drama. It takes up a page. You just have to read this chapter if you want all the details. It's truly wild. Um, and then Katie and Tom get married and their wedding is a wild ride. We're gonna get into it when we come back from the break, but shit's about to to blow up. Oh so
1: good, so good
0: <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondry's podcast, Dis Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Balassai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I started this podcast because I have been obsessed with memoirs my entire life and I can't believe it, but I got to write my own and it comes out on June 4th and you can order it right now. The book, you know, I was asked to describe it and I said, it is an absolutely harrowing traumatic memoir but funny? So, if that sounds good to you, order it. Let me give you some topics that are in this memoir a female best friendship breakup, how I got my break into Hollywood, when I found out my dad was not my real dad, the time I dated a magician. Are those last two related? Who's to say? Read the book. Growing up in Utah, growing up around cults, how I got into therapy. Listen, I could keep going. Each chapter title is a different woman's name in my life. Some are heroes, some are motherfucking villains. But you know what? A villain and a hero, what are both of those things? A leading role. And we do love women in our leading roles. So pre-order the book. It matters a lot. I linked everywhere that you can buy it in the show notes. But, you know, go anywhere. Also... I am reading the audiobook personally. So, I'm personally narrating it. So, if you like this podcast, get my longest podcast ever. And the audiobook is also available for pre sale everywhere you get audiobooks. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You are the reason I got to write a memoir. So, thank you so, so much. Okay, we're back. So, Katie and Tom have decided to get married in Italy. This was a huge wedding. I'm sure you saw it in the tabloids. And for Scientology, it's like the event of the century. And somehow, and here's where Leah plays a little dumb in the book, and I think uh, think it's, she basically is like, oh, they wanted me to bring my good friend, uh, Jennifer Lopez, and her husband, Mark Anthony, because Mark is really good friends with Angelo. That's the connection. They wanted me to bring them to the wedding. Even though J-Lo has never met Tom Cruise or Katie Holmes. She doesn't know them. And Tom and Katie are like, bring him to our wedding. And Leah's like, that sounds fun. She's my best friend. I think she's playing dumb because it's obviously a recruitment ploy. This yeah. is a ploy to get both of them in the religion. They love celebrities. And Leah is being used as a tool. And I don't think she, she doesn't really admit that in the book.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like she admits it super late where she's like I never saw it coming which is Yeah so exactly. Common.
0: And listen she admits so much raw shit. I'm like so good true. for you do, do what you need to do. This is your one um, yes. <laughs> this is your one. Yeah exactly. So okay so they go to the wedding of a lifetime. The, also um, the
1: best I loved the part. Sorry I did not mean to cut you off. I loved that great. she uh, that they wouldn't just invite J-Lo. They were like hey can you invite J-Lo. So then Leah had to call J-Lo and be like hey you want to go to Italy for Tom and Katie's wedding. And she's like, Am I invited? And they're like, Yeah, sure. They're chartering a jet. And it's Jayla. And I, nothing makes me happier than Jayla just being like, Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> exactly. like, Why she's not? Like, All right. What friend would say no? <laughs> like, I would be like, Yes, 100%. I, let's do this.
0: So um they go to the wedding and it's just everything goes horribly. This is the crack this is the crack in the Scientology shell that that leads to Leah leaving the church is this wedding. Um, so many things happen at the wedding. Suri is left, th- that's Tom and Katie's kid. She's like left on the floor of a bathroom and, and Leah like finds a bunch of people standing over her and talking to her like she's an adult and she like picks up the baby to like make her stop crying. It's so wild. Um, j is seated at another table, not with Leah. And J-Lo's like, I don't know anyone at this wedding. I came with you. I want to sit with you. So she has a, Seat brought over so J.Lo can sit with her, her friend, and they lose their fucking minds on her. They're like, how dare you change the seat? You're going against Scientology. Um, she and J.Lo arrive a little late. Leah's asking where Shelly is I said a little late like I'm I'm so on Leah's side I think they're like 45 minutes late to this wedding
1: <laughs> I'm totally on their side too but also this is Lo being like this is weird I want to sit by you right like so this is led by her trying to be a good friend and being like yeah no you're right this is weird you're being pimped out clearly we all know JLo clearly knows what's happening and it's like no like stop this I want to sit by my friend and Leah yes, 100%. is like, attacked instantly attacked
0: um the church loses their minds everything will hinge on she tried to change jennifer's seat at the wedding yes (laughs) will explode scientology (laughs) um okay so then she also sees tom assistants having an affair she's she doesn't know why shelly miscavige the head of the church's wife isn't at this huge affair and this is Mm -hmm. when she's really like okay this something's fucked up why wouldn't she be here so after the wedding She goes to Flag, and everyone's like, you have had knowledge reports filed on you. You're an evil, bad person. You ruined Tom and Katie's wedding. Tom and Katie hate you. Now we hate you. And you have to spend $300,000 in auditing courses over the course of a summer so we can find out why you were so evil to Tom and Katie at their wedding. I mean, I feel like a lot of people like drama happens at the wedding and they're like mad about it. And these people like just get to punish her through religion.
1: And it costs five, uh, half a million dollars. $300,000. Yeah, I, absolutely. I would absolutely love. To every time I've had an infraction or seen someone be weird at a wedding be like, Hey, I'm so sorry, you owe me fifty bucks. Like that's it. What? That's it. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Even fifty bucks so would be so great. You're, I would you make, are, a you're I having, make a killing. You're having a wedding. You're having a wedding in a year. Yes. And I can't wait to like to I don't know, sing
1: too loud or get too drunk and you can like take me to flag and all. I, I am also getting married on your birthday, so I would respect it. I would respect <laughs> it wholeheartedly. If you decide <laughs> this wedding's about me now. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now her faith is kind of cracked, where she's like, why is Tom Cruise being treated like Jesus? Why, why, did, why is all this weird shit happening? Then she starts to hear rumors that David Miscavige hits people, um, which is, like, <laughs> it's so intense. Yeah. And she hears this when, like, a documentary crew is interviewing them about Scientology— And uh, the guy's like, okay, well, what about the fact that he hits people? And she's like, what? But she kind of ignores it because Scientology has all these tactics they use to mentally break people. She breaks them down in the book. And I was kind of like, don't give this information away. (laughs) This is like crazy evil stuff. And the church condones it. Like Elron Hubbard had some clause that was like, if someone's coming against the church, like you can basically murder them. You can hurt the them. Yeah, yeah, it's part yeah. Of you the can law. physically hurt yeah. them. Part of the part of the church law. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so now her faith is wavering. King of Queens ends. It's the year two thousand seven, and Leah takes a new job on the talk where she gets into a wild feud with Sharon Osborne this is this is an entire chapter about why she didn't deserve to be fired from the talk yes um,
1: and i <laughs> just feel is like, like the- so much is missing <laughs> I, I also just love that this is the chapter that, like, every editor wants to cut, and she's like, I will not do this book unless this chapter is present, where I can lay it straight about what happened on this show that nobody is watching
0: anymore. 100%. And also, yeah, I, you know, maybe I'm, like, not hooked into the zeitgeist in the right way, but I sort of feel like the way she's devastated from from being fired from the talk is the way I would feel if, like... I don't know, if, like, a beautiful movie I made, like, the studio was like, we're never gonna
1: release it, and I'd be like, my baby! Right. But she's like the talk right. broke my heart and it's like she's done 9,000 other things before and after then and the talk is what did it I love it with all my heart yeah it was so wild Um, and you know she
0: and Sharon Osborne got into it on Twitter after this you can look it up they I'll did. put it on Instagram and on the Facebook group I'll after post this book of. came out yeah yeah after the t- after the talk ended after the book came out Amazing. like yeah they got into it for years and the best part is that in the picture insert in this book she includes like five pictures of her and Sharon yes I feel like it's like just a stickit tour of
1: like we were friends and you <laughs> right. did me wrong. You're pretending we weren't, but we were. I totally agree. Yes. Also,
0: I, I want to see the mini series of Sharon Osbourne versus Leah Remini. Like we'll that's a feud a I would watch seasons of.
1: A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah, I'm so in.
0: <laughs> so okay, so then Tom and Katie are married for five and a half years, and then they get divorced, and the divorce is settled in two weeks. You guys. Two weeks. So there's a lot of rumors of like this was basically an agreement. Katie had to be married for five years. She had to produce one child, and then she could be released from the marriage. The fact that it was resolved in two weeks, that prenup was ironclad. This was a a prearranged agreement, and only. Look, I, I really want to be wary of conspiracy theories, especially because Brene Brown broke down how our brains look for patterns and things. So often, when we think we're like, "Oh my God, I've uncovered something," it's just your brain naturally looking for patterns. Hot tip for all the QAnon people: um, wow. Yeah, I mean, it was in a yeah, it was in a Brene Brown book, and then I went on in a, a spiral, being well, like, "Oh it's my also,
1: God." The, what's the the new Facebook doc that the name? or I guess it's not even that new that I can't think of the name of. That is why fake news spreads six times faster than real news because we're like, oh, interesting. And you yes. start to be like, well, well, yes. Well, I found <laughs> <thousands> something. <laughs> yes.
0: And so listen, I don't like conspiracy theories. However, <laughs> if there is one I would die on a hill on Taylor's podcast, yes. it is that... Uh, Scientology chose Tom Cruise's girlfriends and wives and they picked Katie and they put her in this and it was all an arrangement.
1: I don't think you have to die on a hill. I think she later dies on that hill for all of us when she talks about how the next woman Nas. is- Is Yes, I have more notes on Nas than I have on Leah because I am like so fascinated by her journey. Okay, let's let's go to Nas real quick. Okay, so okay. Nas is
0: a young girl in the church. Um, Nas is her name, and she's basically recruited to date Tom Cruise. And there is an entire chapter about it. There are phenomenal articles about Nas that were in like Vanity Fair and stuff. I'll put these up on Instagram and the Facebook group. Great, um, but Leah also talks about it in her book. Um, and, and, it's, and it's wild. It is a woman who has gone on record to talk about how Scientology recruited her to date Tom and then <laughs> fired her from the job.
1: Yes. It's unreal. It's the most amazing thing I've ever heard, especially the fact that they first need to get her out of a different relationship. So Scientology was like, we don't really care. Like, we're not looking for single women to hire. We do not care. We want this woman. And basically all it taught me is that if Mike ever finds somebody else, it's because he's been groomed to date Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, they use auditing. So in this yes. girl's auditing sessions, they basically take her boyfriend is also in Scientology. He does these auditing sessions, and in auditing, you're, you admit everything about yourself. You just constantly give them blackmail and reasons yeah. why you're afraid to leave. They take his confidential auditing reports that he's done in this religion, use the information in them to against him and tell him to Naz. And they basically are like, well, he's done all these horrible things. Are you sure you want to be with him? And she's like, oh, my God. And so she breaks up with him. Then they're like, okay, well, you can't be in braces, obviously. So you're going to take those braces off. And the whole time they're like, this is a mission to help save the world. You'll be working closely with Tom Cruise. And they're like, well, listen, you're going to be meeting with a lot of dignitaries and stuff. So we need to get you, like, a fancy wardrobe. And you should, like, work out more. We should get your teeth whitened. So they just make her over, rip her braces off. She's that young. Uh, And then they they go, they're like, now meet with Tom. This is your special mission. And she's like, okay, and like, what are we doing again? And they're like, we'll tell you soon. And then they literally are like, Tom has a crush on you. Do you have a crush on Tom? And she, then she's a child who's in a cult. So she starts to genuinely fall in love with him. But after three months, Tom is like, nah, I don't like this one. And has the church break up with her and they're basically one day just like hey you're not going to be with tom anymore like we-, we have a ticket home for you like see you later it, she's bananas. like what can i talk to him and they're like no he just like doesn't want to see you anymore bye and they send her on a plane home yeah. and then years later she uh comes out with all the shit that happened and goes and talks to leah about it uh,
1: it's it's so in so wild for so many reasons and i like just love i love it i love every second of it i want it's wild I, I, it's so wild i want i want more people to be sent out to break up with people on their behalfs. <laughs> i also <laughs> think that is just a safer way to live we'll just call it a day we'll be done everyone goes their separate directions again i'm not getting what i'm supposed to be out of this book i'm so sorry i think i think you're getting exactly what this <laughs> book is meant for
0: okay so after tom and katie get divorced leah's like Goes to the church and is like, I want my record expunged. Uh, you know, all those bad reports filed about me. Um, I want them removed because they've, they've been divorced now. And they're like, yes, we will remove the reports from your file. So just quick, you're in a church that has a file on you. And then she actually wants the reports out of her file is like how seriously they take this like fake D&D game they've set up for themselves <laughs> called <a> re- <laughs> that they're presenting as a religion. And she's like, also, I want my $300,000 credited back to my account. And they're like, you don't get a refund from God or whatever. And she's like, it's a credit. Then she's like, and I want to be in touch with Shelly. Where is she? And she gets like the runaround. And for the first time, she goes against policy, is what she says. And she reads bad stuff about Scientology. And like you said earlier, you're groomed to be like, well, people are going to try and get you out of this because people are evil and you have to be strong. So don't read that stuff. So she reads a bunch of stuff, including this thing about a woman named Debbie Cook that Scientology made the mistake of suing. So then when they sue her under oath in like public court records, Debbie Cook is like, okay, well, yeah, I saw like David Miscavige like hit people and torture people. And one time she was made to stand in a trash can with a sign around her neck that said Lesbo as punishment. And like, this is, of of all the fucking things with cults, here's what I don't get. Cults want your money. They want to destroy your life. They'll do anything to get new members. And they're still like, Ooh, no, we're homophobic and fatphobic. (laughs) Not you, though. We don't want to destroy your life. It's just like because Nexium is like uh, it only oh, likes man. really tiny anorexic women, so you can't be in Nexium if you're not like an anorexic lady. And really, if you're, yeah. And if you're a normal lady, they they turn you anorexic because they just he, he's a tiny man himself, and so he really wants women to be like Whoa. really thin. Slash the, the now I'm talking about Nexium. The Nexium guy also has uh, pedophilia charges on him, Ugh. so he likes like children, like not non women yeah, and able people to look. Children. So he's like so it's literally like nah, you're too ugly to be in a cult that ruins your life and. And destroys yourself worth them you get raped. Like and then like Scientology is like okay people are bad though. Yeah. What a
1: gift. That's like the one gift that like any one of unconventional anything can have in this world is that we'll be less targeted by cults. And I like, okay yeah it's it.
0: like you'll go through hell in every area of your life but listen Nexium's not but, looking up <laughs> exactly, it's yeah. so insane. I just like I, I just cannot wrap wow. my mind around I, I can't wrap my mind around a self-improvement course that goes out of its way to be homophobic. Like it's just it's just fucking unreal. It,
1: banana it's, it's
0: it's kind of like JK Rowling where you're like why yes, did you ever give yes, a flying fuck? That's How could exactly. you possibly care? Yeah, and you're she's so like it's my right. mission.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> you have 6 I'm, billion dollars disappear. Just disappear. We don't nope, need Nope, I'm else. here to hate pred, spread hate <sighs> speech oh, and oh, ruin God. people's lives. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, Leah gets into crazy fights. She's looking for Shelly Reports are written on her. She re- writes reports on other people. There's fighting. They're calling her mom in for sex checks, which is a term uh, where you get audited to get information on
1: Leah. It's just like a bunch of
0: weird blackmailing, but through the church.
1: And even less so blackmailing, more you're going to stay in the sec check until you say what we want you to say. So it's just like, if you want this to be... Like, you will get sex yeah. checked until you just admit with whatever it is. And otherwise, it will go on forever.
0: Exactly, exactly. And so she's going through all this, and she's at a breaking point where... They've done so many fucked up things on top of each other that she's leaving the church. She's already going to be declared a suppressive person, an SP, uh, which is what Nicole Kidman is declared as, which is why she's not allowed to see the kids she adopted with Tom. Side note. Um, And Leah goes and files a missing persons report. However, you file a missing persons report in L.A. with the LAPD, which has received tons and tons of money from Scientology. A uh, quick tie-in to the Danny Masterson. He's a member of Scientology. He, he was, um, there were allegations that he raped three women who were also members of Scientology. And he wasn't brought in for the longest time. And the victims came out and said Scientology was trying to silence them, even though they were also wow. members of the church. And that the LAPD was protecting him. Um, again, conspiracy theory stuff. I need you to hit the Facebook group. I need you to figure some shit out for me. Same. Um,
1: and, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> and, I'm logging on right now. <laughs>
0: So Leah leaves the church. Um, it is 2013. Um, everyone in the church, her lifelong friends, disconnect from her. People badmouth her like Christy Alley. And uh, she she loses everything. But thankfully, Angelo leaves with her, and, which is not always the case in Scientology. Right. People leave and their, their wives and, and loved ones it. and families don't come with them. But Leah's family and, her, and Angelo come with her. So she's free of the church. What does she do? Dancing with the Stars. And she's on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> probably because she gave $5 million to the church of Scientology yeah. and needs to make some money back. Um, and so then when she's on there, she does um, like an I'm free from Scientology dance dance to Katy Perry's Roar, and I did watch this. I will post it. I know it's supposed to be empowering, but, like, I've no, I've laughed so fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and it was a really big moment for her, and I and I really... I want to give so much love to that, but it's also, it's like, you escaped a cult, but then we're on a dance show. We're dancing about escaping the cult. Like, it's too much for me.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Although I do think there's something for people who aren't dancers, getting to learn choreography and then get out there, and in your head, you think it looks amazing. Like, <laughs> I yes. respect that. I, it's like, when you're at the... Like, if I'm not dancing, in my head, it's, like, too sexy and everything is amazing. (laughs) When caught on camera, like, thank God it's not being filmed. So I feel like that's what we're seeing. That's a great point. I I respect that she had this, like, real emotional moment during this time of dance. And I want it on the record
0: that if... If YouTube, if YouTube Red gave me a TV show where I would dance out what I learned in therapy each week, I would do it. YouTube Red, so, I'm available. <laughs> I'm, it's just like I like, like I'm like laughing at this. I would be on this show in a second, being like, "Here's my life trauma. This is my
1: interpretation of today's lesson." Yes, oh, exactly. Man. Yeah, I'm so okay. Good.
0: Weird twist in the book Jennifer Lopez is Leah Remini's best friend by the way the movie Second Act I love rom-coms I love them so much I loved Second Act um it's just a a cute rom-com Leah Remini plays her best Jennifer Lopez's best friend in Second Act so that really how have I
1: missed this I feel like I've seen everything on television in the last oh my
0: god and it's quarantine watch it one this is my gift to you uh thank you Um, so much their besties. Uh, Jennifer is in Leah's book. Leah's in Jennifer's memoir. Um, and weird twist in the book. When she leaves the church, she's very nervous to go to her best friend, Jennifer Lopez, and tell her that she's left Scientology because J-Lo's dad is a Scientologist. That was such a twist. I had Such no idea.
1: Well, and also, also how yeah, was that not ad- there targeting you? Right. To join but also, the h- how was that not addressed with all of the wedding stuff? Like, how was it not like, like th- then I have to wonder, was he there? Were they, do they know that there is, is any type of estrangement? She seems to be close to their dad, right?
0: Yes, yes. When, yeah, I mean, right. it's tough because he's not really in her, Jennifer Lopez's memoir a lot. She talks really? a lot about her mom. Well, not a lot is in her, not a lot of details are in her book. But yeah, he, he's okay. not in it a ton. So I don't know. Hmm. But but yeah, I think we're definitely missing a lot of the story. Yeah, um, I need it. But I guess JLo's Facebook. like, girl, it's fine. <laughs> they remain best friends. Um, And... And this is, I mean, I just want to go back to what you said at the beginning. She's such a strong person. She's in a cult. A cult Mm -hmm. fucks with her brain since she's a child and on. And she survives it. And not only that, goes on to bring the church down. Leah is single handedly bringing the Church of Scientology down. She makes a series called Scientology in the Aftermath. She Mm -hmm. makes it with Mike Rinder, who's one of the guys who used to abuse people who spoke out against the church. And they came together, they made this TV show. It just had its final season, Um, they've won two Emmys for it. Um, so good.
1: It's the best type of like pseudo investigative journalism from the lens of the juiciest stories ever.
0: One hundred percent. And Leah's just like running around with an incredible manicure and like, yes, and yes. just being like, it's, "This is yeah. fucked up."
1: This, that was one of the biggest gifts this book gave me was the fact that I then could roll straight into this. I, I yes. highly recommend the sequence. So I, I'm addicted
0: to those docs, and it's yeah. a great. It's a great one.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fantastic.
0: The final page of the book. Ah. Oh. For most of my childhood and adult life, I thought I had the answers and most of the world was just lost. As I've grown, I've learned that I know almost nothing. And so in that, I feel reborn in a sense. I am reading, I go to therapy, I do things that bring me joy, learning to love the one person I didn't like very much, myself. I am a combative, inquisitive, argumentative person, and I will never allow anyone to change that. I still have anger, but I'm okay with that because it fuels me to continue to right any wrongs I may see. And it's because of that and the support of my true friends and family that I was able to fight my way out of Scientology and see the world for the first time, without judgment or pressure not to think the way I do or have a different faith. Our lives have begun. Lessons are being learned and we are healing. It is never too late to begin again. Better, stronger, more evolved. And to all my fellow troublemakers, I say, carry on.
1: Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Tears in my eyes. Like, I know she's talking about leaving a cult, but I'm like, it's never too late to start again. (laughs) (laughs) like me too oh she's so So, incredible she's so incredible like sharing your own story is hard enough like just like we were talking about in the beginning it's like hard enough to be honest about like the trials and tribulations we've gone through when it affects no one but yourself but like speaking out against like a powerful and like terrifying institution is it's heroic like it's truly it truly is heroic i Um, love her so much That's a great way
0: to put it. Yes, I... Okay, so I end every podcast with a thank you to... (laughs) You already did it. So let's just go right into it. Leah... We agree. You are a hero,
1: such a hero. We love you. You're you're saving so many people from this cult. Yeah, you. It's yeah. You're truly doing the Lord's work. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> no, yeah, ironically, you're of, doing the Lord's yes, work now. You're doing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> leaving this religion. You exactly. personally saved me from going to a free acting class that was actually
1: Scientology. I wish I had read you earlier. You could have prepared me for that. And yeah. I, I yeah, I'm so impressed by all that you're doing. And I think you're just uh, an amazing... You're a hero. You're a hero.
0: You're a hero. And I also want to say just like as a uh, loud combative woman myself. Yeah. <laughs> to see a woman with a million times more balls than me is just like something I aspire to. I want to have totally like agree. her type of just like fuck off. Like in, in the book she's literally like, "I'll break your head open with my beer bottle." <laughs> and, like, yes, it's amazing. It's so cool. Um yes, I idolize that, you guys. So
1: do I. It's empowering, especially yeah, in this empowering. industry, especially in an industry where it, especially as a woman actor where you're like uh, often threatened to have your career be done it seems like to just be like too bad I don't care I'm gonna keep pushing forward I'm gonna keep doing this she's overcome so much yeah it's inspiring
0: I love that let's end on that keep going keep pushing and if you're a crazy person this advice is not for you okay this advice is only for good (laughs) people who need to be louder (laughs) otherwise
1: stop it what are you doing otherwise stop
0: it stop being a troublemaker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right thank you guys so much taylor
1: where can we find you oh you can find me on twitter and instagram at i'm taylor cox uh you can uh listen to hills i die on podcast season two will be coming out soon uh and yeah that's pretty much it and look out for her show on ABC. Oh yeah, and look you guys. out for yeah. Oh yeah. Oh God bless from, <laughs> hope
0: so. <laughs> um, and we will see you next time on Celebrity Book Club, and we
1: will see you on social media to further discuss uh, the conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, that's where you can find me on the Facebook group, trolling it nonstop for conspiracy <laughs> theories about looking for Lance. answers. Can't wait. All right, thanks, you guys. See you next week.
0: That's all for this week's episode of Celebrity Book Club. I loved having Taylor on. She makes me laugh so hard. And on top of that, you know, I've been watching all the documentaries about Nexium. There's like 10 of them. I've been watching all of them. And there's so much crossover between Nexium and Scientology. It's really trippy. So it was super fun to read this book. Um, Thank you so much to our amazing production team here at Stitcher, who makes this podcast happen every week, producer Brandon Nix, and executive producer Daisy Rosario, with production help from Corinne Wallace. Um, If you guys want more Celebrity Book Club in your life, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea DeVantes, and join the Facebook group, Celebrity Book Club Podcast, where we will be getting into conspiracy theories this week. And um, you can listen to ad-free episodes of Celebrity Book Club only on Stitcher Premium. If you want a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the promo code BOOKS. And um, you guys, I'm I'm deep in some eggnog. It is this season. Um, so I'm going to go drink the rest of that. And I hope you have a great week.